Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Rebuilding Relationships podcast. My name is Carrie Vasquez, and I am a life coach, a believer in Christ, a wife, a mom, and a business owner. My show is committed to rebuilding and restoring lives. Each week, I'll be here with an amazing message or a guest to help you love yourself deeper, restore your relationships, and transform your life, your family, and your business. Now let's get started. Hello, everyone. I am so excited about this episode because today we are celebrating the one-year anniversary to the Rebuilding Relationships podcast. I am so excited to have the opportunity to celebrate this with you all. I am so grateful for each and every one of you. So thank you, because if it wasn't for you, I really wouldn't be here So I look forward to continuing to serve you all with so much love. And today, I'm going to take it back somewhat to the beginning. So episode one was all about how I went from unfaithful to faith-filled. And today, I want to talk about what I have learned over the past year about faith, about forgiveness, and love. So get ready, buckle up. Get your drink, get your coffee, put your feet up, maybe you're driving, whatever it is that you're doing, but I just pray, as always, that this episode would bless you and encourage you also. So let's just dive right in. I want to talk about forgiveness again, and I have talked about forgiveness quite a bit. So I've spoken about it in my book, Recreate Your Love. If you have not gotten a copy of it, be sure that you head on over to my book website, www.recreateyourlove.com, and you can order a copy there. But the whole first chapter is about forgiveness, and I encourage everyone to create an effort list. No, it's not a curse word. Um, It's not that four-letter word that you might be thinking of, but it's actually a forgive it list. And this forgive it list is so important. I feel that this is a critical, critical step in going through a process of forgiveness. You may not need to make a list, but I encourage you to do some writing so that you can ensure that you have gone through the process of forgiveness. I believe that sometimes we hold on to things. We're still bitter or angry or just bothered by something. And sometimes we really have to do some digging and really evaluate whether or not we have processed and gone through the steps to forgive uh, whoever has offended us or hurt us. Now, I go into detail in that first chapter about, you know, I'm sure many of you have heard forgiveness is for you, right? It's not really so much for that other person. It's you being released from being held down, held back, from being able to move forward in your life um, on so many levels. And if you are a believer, the reality is you cannot move forward in a true relationship, right? And be in true relationship with God if you're holding on to unforgiveness or or you haven't forgiven someone who has hurt or offended you. 
So forgiveness is so important. And I talk about in my book and in that first episode how I learned after so many years, now this was, you know, this has been over the past couple years, how my lack of forgiveness caused many, many hardships, many challenges in my life. And I also realized that a lot of the cycles that I was continuing to go on in life, they were due to the fact that I had not fully forgiven many people in my life. So this was something that I had to go through and process in order for me to be able to move on in life successfully, to move on in life in love, uh, to be able to have true joy. I had to go through this process of forgiveness. So I'm always encouraging everyone to really dig down deep and examine like your mind, your heart, your body. Like, are you someone who has been struggling with a lot of sickness and illness? Is there unforgiveness in your heart? Have you just been struggling to sleep? Are you struggling physically? Are you um, having a lot of anxiety? There are a lot of signs that I believe come out of us holding on to things um, in our minds, in our hearts, in our bodies. So going through a process of writing everything down or writing down things that were situations or moments that you have felt hurt or offended will really help you to identify maybe people or moments that you have not let go of. You might have to go through the process of forgiving yourself. So it might not be someone else. It might be you. Um, And again, I just encourage you to go back to that first episode and listen to that where I dive a lot deeper into forgiveness. But we are called by God to forgive, right? Because that is really the only way that we can reach the kingdom of heaven, right? If you're not a believer and you're holding on to unforgiveness, you're still going to have the consequences that come with that. So whether you think that, you know, um, bad things have been happening to you for whatever reason, I would just encourage you to really look into that. You know, are there people that you are refusing to be in relationship with? Or you don't even have to be in relationship with someone that has hurt you. But are there people that you are just refusing to forgive, refusing to move forward and and release them and let them go of whatever they've done to you? Because you feel like it was just such a terrible and horrible thing. And while it's so understandable, because there are some things that have happened to many of us, right, that someone maybe even in their right mind would say, I can never forgive that. That was just such a horrible thing. But I really want to remind you and and challenge you to come to a place that you understand that Again, that is only holding you back and holding you down from being able to rise up, from being able to move forward. Um, And maybe it's not that maybe you are moving forward, but 
you're probably not moving forward as fast as you really could if you had truly forgiven. So I wanted to touch back on that topic that I started out my podcast because I felt that it was such a critical and important topic to discuss. And with forgiveness, I believe faith walks hand in hand with forgiveness. And this is why I say this. Sometimes we need to forgive someone for something and everything in us doesn't want to forgive them or we were just so hurt that we really struggle to forgive. And I think that's where faith comes in. So I think when you can have faith, which faith is basically believing in something that you do not see. So if I don't see that someone should be forgiven for something that they've done, but I believe that it's the right thing to do, even though I don't see the fruit or I don't see the benefit, right, of of forgiving them, but I do it because I believe it's the right thing. That's a center. That's having faith. There's a, a part of that that really takes faith because I'm doing something that I don't see or that I don't necessarily, you know, understand or or maybe I believe it because I believe it's the right thing to do. But I struggle with it, right? But I'm going to step out and I'm going to do it anyway. And faith requires us to do that sometimes. There are many times that we do something not because we completely 100% wholeheartedly believe that it's absolutely going to happen or that it absolutely exists or that it exists for us, right? How many times do you desire something but you don't really go after it because you either, you know, you lack the confidence or the faith or you don't believe that it's available for you, right? So I want to encourage you to have faith. Faith is another chapter in my book and it it's a chapter in my book because I believe that it is another critical step in life that is required in order for you to be able to move forward. This is why so many amazing people like Tony Robbins or uh, many of the great you know, motivational speakers or, or coaches that are out there will tell you that um, affirmations are important, that affirmations, you know, daily affirmations or being able to um, speak life into yourself, right? Um, the Bible talks about the power of the tongue, you know, the tongue, there's life and death in the tongue, in your words, the things that you speak. So when we think about affirmations, when we think about the things that we say, it's not always things that are existing or that are right in front of us or before us. We might even be saying something that we don't completely believe in or that we don't completely think could happen, but we're still saying it because we want to think positively. We want to believe the best. We want to grow, right? And I just want to encourage you again that if you aren't someone 
who dreams, who believes in bigger things, who is doing daily affirmations, or who has a time that you are um, being a visionary or creating, right? Or journaling and writing things down, setting goals for yourself. This is something that you must do. You must do it. I cannot tell you the amount of things over the past year that I have written down, that I have journaled about, uh, that I have put into my calendar, my planner, that I have spoken out loud that have have happened. And one, for example, in the past uh, month or two, I literally wrote down, there were two things that I wrote down that I really believed God was calling me to and things that I wanted to, I desired to do. Uh, And I'll share what those two things are actually. So I recently started, a few weeks back, I started cosmetology school. And some of you who might know me or if you don't know me and you hear me on this podcast and you're thinking rebuilding relationships and what does cosmetology have to do with all of that. So for years, I did hair, and this was something that I was very uh, blessed to be able to do. I God gave me this talent to be able to help people um, with their hair, and in particular, I was able to really help people with their kids with textured hair or even just in my own family. So I never really saw it let's say as a gift per se, I just felt like it was something I did. It was a way that I served. And as I really evaluated what my next steps in my life and my business were, I started to really think and consider what gifts, what had God already given me that I wasn't using to the fullest, right? And I was thinking of like the parable of the talents, which I won't get into all of that, but basically the, you could look it up. The parable of the talent is like where there were um, three men that were given talents and one stored it away because, you know, he was afraid of losing it. Um, another one um, invested or used some of it, or invested some of it. And the other one like used them all or invested all of them, like doubled or tripled or whatever. Um, I'm not good with translating all the Bible stories (laughs) yet, yet, but I will get there. But the point was that when the master or, you know, it was kind of a symbolism, like God coming back and saying, well, the one who just kind of like stuffed their talent away and didn't use them, you know, kind of just operated in fear, that person wasn't given anything else. And And if anything, their talent was taken from them because they weren't using it to the fullest. And then the other two were were blessed or they were given um, more, right, because of their use and their investment of their time um, towards their talent. So I really started to think about that and consider, and, and there were some areas of my life that I was not feeling success in, that I was feeling like it was just kind of like drying up. So I really started to think about what am I doing in my life 
where maybe I'm not using my gifts and my talents to the fullest. And that one came up. So when that came up, I felt like, um, and then I took that and I said, how can I use my talents of helping people feel beautiful? And as a coach, I'm someone who was always helping people, you know, feel amazing from the inside first, right out. So, and also being someone who has always loved the beauty industry, I just started to pray about how could I develop, you know, a business plan, a model that was still helping people, but then was helping people and women in particular boost their confidence, feel beautiful from the inside out. And how I could do that still through coaching. And then I could incorporate that into a beauty industry. So there's a lot of different layers to this. And the final layer to that that I'll share with you all was that I also felt it was so important for me to create a legacy, to create something that my family would be served and blessed with and something that they could carry on beyond me, right? So as I started putting all of this together and talking with my girls, we developed developed this model for a beauty business. And within two months' time, I was in school and certified um, in other areas. And all of this was something that was not going to happen. That was a lot of money. And I wrote down in my journal, in my planner, the goals that I had for it. And when I tell you that I literally found out for each uh, program either the day before or just a few days before that I was able to attend and participate and get certified and start school. So I share all of that for a few reasons. I share it just so you all know some, you know, the direction that I've been going in uh, and how there are some business changes, which I've talked about. But I also say it because going back to faith and having faith and the importance of visualizing, the importance of writing things down, this is why I share that because it was something that I wrote down. It was something that literally happened over the course of, you know, two months or so. And I went from one completely different direction to another. And it was all just from, um, I, you know, some might say manifesting. I'm not big on the word, but you know, it could have been manifesting. I just believe that it was very intentional. I believe that it was a matter of me sitting and planning and thinking about it, but it really was also a matter of faith of believing that, you know, there was a plan and a purpose for me. And even if I didn't totally see the whole full full picture, I believed that because God had a plan for me, because I know that I have this talent, because I knew that 
I was called to more, I was able to take that leap of faith and just believe that if it was meant for me, if it was for me, it was going to happen. So that's the faith piece. I I believe that forgiveness and faith work hand in hand. They walk hand in hand. And I also believe that if it wasn't because years ago I made a decision, it was intentional, it was a conscious decision that I was going to forgive and continue to forgive because it's a daily practice, that I I don't believe I would be here today. And I believe that sometimes there are consequences to our unforgiveness. And sometimes when we come out of that, it takes time for us to restore and rebuild and recover from that. So I really, truly, I was just talking to my husband about this yesterday and said how I felt like we have been the past few years, we've been in these pla- this place of restoration and rebuilding. It's been five years since my husband and I got back together and restored our marriage. And I believe that it has taken this time for us to really get to this place where God is really showing us the fruit of our devotion to him first and foremost and each other. And even our restoration, our getting back together and restoring our marriage, it took so much forgiveness and it took so much faith. Because as I've shared in previous episodes, I wanted nothing to do with my husband. So go back and listen to that episode if you're interested. But I just, again, I say all of this to say that it took forgiveness and faith for me to be where I am today. And the last thing I want to talk about is love. And I can truly say that I I sit here today recording this episode and that I've been able to practice love on so many levels that it has given me a level of peace and joy that I've never had in my life before. And I think when we can realize that love, I think we have this understanding of what love is. And I uh, have spoken about this in the past, but so many times love is categorized as a feeling versus being. And I want you to consider exploring if you haven't already, or if you don't believe this or feel that this is true for yourself, explore, I challenge you to explore if love should be a feeling versus something that you are, something that you become. Because when I started to be love, when I became love, when that became a part of me, not so much a feeling, my life changed. Now, It changed because my marriage was no longer based on what I felt, but it was based on what I had committed to do. It was based on my devotion, my commitment to my husband, 
And whether or not I felt like it, it wasn't really about that. Um, I believe that we should all love and be loved. I believe that we should be happy and be joyful in our relationships. But I just encourage you and challenge you to really consider if you're struggling with love, how are you viewing love? Do you see love as something that should feel fluffy and nice and comfortable? Or do you understand love as something that sometimes is very uncomfortable? Sometimes it hurts. Sometimes things just don't go the way we hope or we wanted them to go. And I think of the death of Christ. So as a believer, again, I when I look at Jesus who died on the cross for our sins, and I think about that sacrifice, the ultimate sacrifice, right? To give your life for someone. And let's take it to another level. So Jesus gave his life for people that he loved that hurt him. So let that sink in for a minute. And I started to realize for myself anyway, that if Jesus was love, right? If God is love and he sent his only son so that he could die for the things that I had done wrong against him, because he loved me so much. Why wouldn't he call us to have sacrifice in life in general, right? So that's my challenge to you. I want you to consider this. If you're not a believer, think about it from really any level, right? Think about it from a place of if you're a mom and you have a child, So you have a child and there is pain involved. There's labor that comes, right, with having a child. And it's not an easy task. There's many sleepless nights. There, um, as your child gets older, I can tell you it gets harder. Um, And if you have teenagers, if you have adult children, you completely understand this, right? It doesn't necessarily get easier, but you still love your children. You still care for them. Uh, So I think nowadays we tend to see many relationships, many marriages fall apart and they just break down because they're not comfortable anymore. And I just believe that we need to start to dig deeper um, and to really examine why we're struggling in our relationships. I don't believe, and I've said this so many times, I had an episode on domestic abuse. I've said it in my book. I wrote about this in my book that I don't believe anyone should ever be in a relationship, in a marriage where there is any form of abuse. I believe that, you know, verbal, physical, mental abuse, they all need to be addressed. And I don't believe that anyone should be in that type of relationship. 
So I always like to mention that because I don't ever want anyone to think that they should be working through something that is either dangerous, that is breaking them down, that is not healthy for them. I don't believe that they are called to suffer in that way. However, there's a lot of us, and I include myself because I was there once, and I'm grateful that I am out of there, but not perfect because there are still days that I have my challenges, that I have my struggles. But I just believe that we need to dig deeper and to really examine, really think about why am I struggling in my relationship? And is it because I don't feel a level of comfort? I don't feel a level of happiness, you know, and Again, just write it out, journal about it, consider it. And once you've done that, if you can come up with some really great, amazing reasons why you are not able to be love, you probably have to go again right back to number one. Are you forgiving anyone and everyone who has hurt you? Are you having faith? Are you stepping out? Are you being a visionary? Are you creating? Are you believing and dreaming for yourself? And are you being love? And there's so much more that we could add to this, but I just wanted to keep this episode simple, but I also wanted to take it back. It's not so much that it's simple because I believe that these topics are deep Um, They're not easy topics to have. At first, I wanted to have like I was thinking one year celebration. Let's see what big guests I can have and, you know, make it this amazing big episode. And, you know, but then I just decided to go back to where I started. And sometimes even in relationship Uh, in relationships, what, you know, you have to go back to the beginning and remind yourself why you started. And I had to go back to the beginning for this podcast and say, you know, why did I start? And a big part of why I started was because I wanted to help people rebuild and restore their lives. I wanted to help them rebuild and restore their relationships. We have been called to love and to connect with other people. And first and foremost, we should be loving and connecting with ourselves. And as a believer, I believe that, um, and I also believe that I am called to love and connect with God as my creator So this episode is just about going back to the beginning, going back to the roots of, you know, where I started and why. And I hope, as always, and I pray that this episode blesses you. I pray that this episode would help propel you into deeper levels of forgiveness, of faith, and love in your life. So I want to thank you once again for listening to this episode and listening to my podcast. I am so blessed to have 
each and every one of you listening. I'm so excited. I am looking forward to this next year and I'm just so excited to be able to help you all rebuild your relationships, rebuild your love and your life. Well, take care, everyone, and have an amazing week. Be blessed. Thank you for listening to the Rebuilding Relationships podcast. I hope that I have served you on the highest level. If you were, please be sure to share this episode and give it a great rating so that I can continue to serve you and others. For more about me and my services, please go to my website, www.com carrycompany.com and that is k-a-r-i company.com if you haven't read my book recreate your love be sure to order your copy at www.recreateyourlove.com so excited to be transitioning from relationship coaching to life coaching and i'm currently taking new clients so if you're interested, you can definitely get more information on my website. My heart is always to serve you with so much love. Have an amazing week and be sure to come back next week for another awesome episode. Be blessed. Please understand that anything shared on my show, the Rebuilding Relationships podcast, is intended to give you tips, tools, and strategies to help you transform your relationships and your life. While I am a certified coach, be sure to seek professional medical advice when you feel necessary.